The views and opinions expressed on My Story Living with Lupus podcast are each individual's experience. By listening to the podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. Sheila Smith, the creator of Right Side of 50. Right Side of 50 is having a sister-to-sister women's brunch November 17, 2018. I am my sister's keeper. Tickets for this event are on sale now at Eventbrite. Abundant Harvest Aquaponics, planting seeds to grow food and creating opportunities for people and families. You can visit Abundant Harvest Aquaponics at www.abundantharvestaquaponics.org. Lupa Vita. Lupa Vita has changed their vision from just being a multivitamin company to becoming a lupus activist movement. Lupa Vita has partnered with a number of lupus nonprofits to unify the goal of educating the community about lupus. They have built a support community through social media platforms and will continue to be a place for anyone to learn about lupus. Why choose Lupa Vita? Their vitamins are formulated with the help of rheumatologists, nutritionists, and functional medical practitioners. Lupa Vita is made in an FDA-registered facility. You can order Lupa Vita directly from their website, lupavita.com, or on Amazon. Welcome back to my story, Living with Lupus. I'm your host, Susan Hendricks. Today, we have a special guest, Tamika Monique Lewis-Cooper, who will be sharing her story of living with lupus. So are you ready? Get your cup of coffee, your cup of tea, and whenever you're going to listen to it later, Get that glass of your favorite wine and join us on My Story, Living with Lupus. Thank you for joining me back. This is Susan with My Story, Living with Lupus, and we have Tamika Monique Lewis-Cooper. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Susan. How about yourself? Okay. Can you tell the um, listening audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, once again, my name is Tamika Lewis Cooper. I'm 44 years old. I'm a mother of three grown children, ages 28, 24, and 21. And I'm a grandmom of three grandsons, ages 9, 5, and 3. Um, I also uh, beating. 
Um, and I also like to do crafts. I love to sing and listen to gospel. Um, I'm originally from Atlantic City, New Jersey, but I've been living in North Carolina since 2004. Okay. Prior to being diagnosed with lupus, what were your symptoms? Um, a lot of <clears throat> a lot of achiness. Um, felt like I had the flu. My body was just achy all over. Headaches. Um, I did have a little butterfly rash on my cheek, and I'm um, just not feeling like myself. It was just like I had the flu. How many doctors did you see before being clinically diagnosed? Um, it was about three that I finally got a decent diagnosis. Um, one doctor that I, my primary doctor, then I saw like an in-between doctor that really wasn't quite sure about what lupus was, and then I finally got a diagnosis with a rheumatologist. Okay, what medications have had you been on, and what medications are you currently taking? Um, I've been on uh, Plaquenil for 22 years, or since diagnosis. Um, on prednisone, varying from 5 milligrams to about 60 milligrams. But I've been weaned off of that with my current rheumatologist. Um, and Imaran. Um, I'm currently on the Benlisted Injectable Pen, and it's an amazing um, medication. It has given me some of my life back, okay. <laughs> where I'm not as tired, and I have some energy a little bit now, but it's, it's been amazing. I've also, well, when I had lupus nephritis, uh, I was on a chemotherapy called Cytoxan. And so those were the medications that I've been on and currently on. How did your how did you inform your family of your diagnosis and how did they take the information? Um, well, my nana was with me when I was finally diagnosed. Um, my older daughter, she was about seven when I was diagnosed and um she didn't quite understand what was going on, but she knew something wasn't right. Um, but I assured her that I was going to be okay. We were going to get through this. And um, my friends, they just, they rallied around me and, you know, just said that if I had needed anything, that, you know, let them know. And they would help me with anything that I needed, especially with, like, I needed help with the children because, like I said, my, my son was six months old when I was diagnosed, and he was still a baby baby, and I needed all the help that I needed yeah. at that time. Did you reach out to any lupus organizations or support groups, or did your doctor tell you, why don't you go to a lupus support group to be around other people that are affected by lupus? Oh, I think around that time, there wasn't really many support groups. Um, the only, like, really support that I had was either talking to my nana or the lady that helped me, that, that she got information for me from, because she was, she, her friend had, she was diagnosed with lupus as a child. 
So she had her to get me some pamphlets that help me understand, you know, that this could be, it's a lifelong illness, but you can, you can have a, a long life with it. But I was scared to death. I thought it was a death sentence. I didn't think I would see my children grow. And my nana just reassured me that I was going to be okay. And I just knew that if she told me it was going to be okay, I'm going to be okay. So your nana was your support system. Oh, yes. Yes. And she still is. <laughs> <laughs> now, how many times have you been hospitalized due to lupus? Oh, I can't even count. <laughs> I can't even count. Um, the first, I guess the first year that I was diagnosed, I was, I think that was about once or twice, but that was because um, I had all these little ulcers all over my body, mm-hmm. and they didn't know what to do, and it was, uh, it's just been an up and down roller coaster. I've had some close calls with death. Um, I was uh, I was in a coma. I was put on dialysis because my kidneys failed, my heart failed, everything was failing. And um, they told my children, but well, they told my nana and my older daughter. She had just turned eighteen, and they told them to prepare for a funeral because there was nothing left for them to do. Wow. And my daughter, with her her courage, just was like, you want to do what you need to do to keep my mama here. And that's how she knew I was a fighter and that I don't lie and I don't give up. So she made sure <coughs> going to be here after they told her that you prepare for a funeral. And just two years ago, I was just in the hospital for... Um, double pneumonia and sepsis. Wow. Please tell our listening audience how do you stay motivated? Um, I stay motivated by motivating others to stay positive, to stay like, stay um, that they're not alone in this. And it helps me to help them because I don't like to see anybody hurting or feeling like they're in this alone. This illness is not for the faint of heart. And if and if you feel like that you wanna give up, I want to I wanna be that person that you can always call. I'm always I always tell anybody if you need a listening ear. I don't you if you don't need me to say anything, you just need to scream or just vent. Just I don't care if it's 3 o'clock in the morning. Give me a call. I'll be your listening ear, and it just be between us. And that's how I've always been. I've never, I've always encouraged others. Sometimes the encourager needs encouraging, but it encouraged me more to encourage others to, to not give up and just keep fighting. Now, um, it's my understanding your support group, along with yourself, um, helped a young lady who wanted to commit suicide due to this illness? Oh, oh yes. Um, we rallied around her. She had posted that she wanted to give up. And we all got on 
I don't know, we were like on a, a three-way, four-way, five-way, so many of us on the line, and we just let her vent and let her scream and told her that she's not alone, and she she didn't think that we would be so supportive of her, you know, just, she thought that we were just going to be like, just brush her off like her family did. And we didn't do that. We we rallied around her. We prayed with her. We just loved on her. And we, you know, we kept in contact with her days later, weeks later, months later. And she's doing so much better now that she felt like that she wasn't alone. And that, and that like, really made me feel like, thank you, Lord, that we didn't lose this one because they wanted to give up. Right, right. Lastly, please tell the listening audience what you would like them to know about living your life with lupus. I would want them to know that you're not alone. There are so many of us that are that are going through the same thing or have been what you're going through. Don't ever give up. Always look at positive, even if it looks bleak. Stay positive. Give, pray every day. Listen to your body. When you feel like you're tired, listen to your body. Don't try to keep pushing and keep pushing because it makes it worse. Listen to your body. Listen to what your doctors say. If you need to rest, rest. Turn the phone off. You know, just be positive and know that you are never, ever alone. Now, it's a young lady whose husband has lupus and she offers cruises, a lupus cruise. Yes, she just did her very first one this, this past July. And I had started paying for it last year, yeah, last year to go for this year. And um, it was, she was just like, let me, um, since her husband has lupus, she was like, let me have a cruise, you know, and maybe some other ones, other people would like to go. And when she posted it, I was just like, hmm, why not? I'm going to be around people that have the same thing as me, and we can still have fun, we, even though we have this illness. We had the best time. I, I've never been on a cruise before. It was so much to do. Entertainment. The water was beautiful. The weather was beautiful. The employees were just like a big old family. It was like seeing the world the way God intended it to be, because they were... They loved on each other like they were real brothers and sisters. And they were from all over the world. And they're on that boat for seven to eight months at a time away from their family. And But it was just amazing to see. We had, they had, I can't say they had so much food there. <laughs> <laughs> they had so much food. And we felt like VIPs. That's how you felt on there. The rooms were beautiful. It was just an amazing time. And I hope that anybody that wants to go, 
just contact Quana Green, uh, and she's still taking deposits. The deposit twenty five dollars. Um, if you have any other information or any other questions that you want to contact her, um, I'll give you her number real quick. I wrote it down. Okay. I think I'm going to have a website on there. No. Is she on Facebook? Yes, she is on Facebook. Her name is Quana Green. And um, the deposit is $25. This time around is during Lupus Awareness Month from May 3rd to May 6th. And we're going to the Nassau Bahamas. It's going to be an overnight stay. And be prepared to have the best time of your life if you decide to go. Um, and the total cost, it depends on what cabin that you choose. But um, either, whatever you decide, um, it's very affordable. And just just give um, Kwana a holler and... She'll be happy to give you all the info, other information that you need. But don't pass it by. If you can do it, if you can swing the money to, to go, have that have that experience because you're going to love it. I know I did. It was amazing. All right. Thank you once again, Tamika Monique Lewis Cooper, for doing this for me and for um, helping getting the word out all over because my broadcast is heard worldwide so people can really understand what we go through and will be more knowledgeable about lupus and can eliminate the misconceptions that it's all in our heads. So yeah, I, a lot of people think that we are lazy and that's because we don't look sick on the outside that we're not sick, and I don't understand how people can think just because we don't look sick. What is sick supposed to look like? Right. You know, it's very it's very discouraging when you have some family members that can tell you, well, you're just being lazy. But, and, but that's why I tell people, if you have friends that can rally around you, even if it's just on Facebook, just rally and... and we all are all one. We have the same common goal that we want to find a cure before we lose any more of us because we're losing too many too fast. That is so true. Thank you once again, Tamika. I really appreciate Thank you, it. Thank you, You have a great day. You too. And may God continue to bless your broadcast and getting the word out for us. Thank you. You have a good one. Bye-bye. Teens that rule. Their primary objective is to provoke thought and bring change via their products. You can visit Teens That Rule at www.teensthatrule.com. TeaseThatRule.com and you can also follow them on Instagram at TeaseThatRule that's all one word T-E-E-S-T-H-A-T-R-U-L-E 
Henry Long, the author of Positive Energy 24-7. You can purchase an autograph motivational book at rightpath247.com and also listen to his spoken word right here on Anchor. Premio Handmade Gemstone Bracelets carries an array of women's and men's bracelets. They also carry a line of awareness bracelets. This company is also offering my listening audience 25% off of your next purchase. Before you check out, go to the coupon section and type my story sh this promotion is valid until november 15th 2018 flowers for lupus dedicating efforts to those living with lupus you can follow flowers for lupus on facebook or visit them on their website at www.flowersforlupus All right, you heard Tamika Monique Lewis Cooper's story, her story of living with lupus. There exist so many misconceptions about people who quote, unquote, that says, you don't look sick. But as I said before in my previous episodes. We fight every day to live to see another day. We're fighting our own bodies. And that's why it's so important to get you guys to see there needs to be further funding, research, and ultimately a cure for lupus. We have lost so many so many. Thank you once again to Tamika Monique Lewis Cooper. Also, don't forget Quana Green. Check her out on Facebook. She's having a lupus cruise during Lupus Awareness Month from May 3rd to May 6th, going to Nassau, Bahamas. And also, if you would like to appear, on my story living with lupus you can contact me at my story living with lupus at gmail.com check us out on instagram and for updated information regarding what's going on in the medical community regarding lupus new medication new research and most importantly the upcoming health cuts that most of us will see in 2019. You can go on my website, which is up and running. Once again, I thank everyone for tuning in. You can tune in to Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Thank you so much, guys, and have a great day. Until next time, I'm Susan Hendricks, your host for my story, Living with Lupus. It's so important 
that you get out and vote.